0: Back up, Hello and welcome to the first episode of 2011. I'm your host Aditya, and along with me, I have Abhishek.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Abhishek is just and back from a from a rejuvenation that he has had. He's refreshed. Uskapura body fold दिया Yeah,
1: exactly. Not not one of those outbound programs like. <laughs> when you say rejuvenation is when your company takes you out on a a beach and uh, you have a two-day outbound program. But it wasn't quite the case. On 25th December, I was in a hospital and and, yeah because of some pain in the stomach. And the doctor said, you know what, we'll have to open up. Let's just open you up. So that is how you
0: begin your year. What we are going to do in this particular episode is take up um, a few important things that happened in 2010 and talk about that. And related to that, 2011 mein, what are we expecting each one of us so let's start with the biggest story yes. basically what is this year going to be known for sadly it's going to be the year
1: of scams the only one who comes close to have the corrupt the most corrupt government was Narsimha Rao back in the early 90s but the scams I think you had mentioned some six scams in a couple of podcasts ago like the real estate, the, the 2G and...
0: And not, not only in India, globally also. WikiLeaks screwed up uh, a lot of things for a lot of people, uh, exposing things as to how diplomatic uh, offices work and what is actually said and what is, what is actually meant.
1: Let me ask you a question. Now we're talking about scams, right? I'll give you a few names. Whom would you rate as the biggest scamster of the year? Let's start with A. Raja. We have Chief Minister Chawan for his Adarsh uh, real estate scam. We have Suresh Kalmadi for CAG. We have Swami Nityananda. You remember that? Yeah, the road?
0: sex a guy.
1: The sex sadhu. Oh, the sex sadhu. Is. So <laughs> whom are you going to
0: <laughs>
1: I would like to, I think, I
0: think for me it will, it will, it would still be, the biggest one would still be Raja. It is not simply because of the, the sheer amount of money involved. That is an important part, but not the only part. The, the thing that pinches me or, you know, uh, pokes me is the whole nexus which was, uh, which were exposed. We always knew that politicians and businessmen talked to each other. The media guys were also talking to the politicians and all those things. But I didn't know that it was happening this blatantly.
1: And I think the whole blame should be on WikiLeaks. I think WikiLeaks has inspired all traditional or whatever media houses, like Open Magazine, when it released those tapes in verbatim, it did exactly what WikiLeaks does, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly, it has changed the way information is consumed. In 2010.
0: Yeah. So, what do you think? What's your take on this sort of journalism? Do you believe in that everything that the government does should be um, should be public information? I mean, for, for example, so should we, should diplomatic tapes, should diplomatic conversations be in public domain?
1: You know, the problem with this is again. I think we've spoken about this before. Uh, we've, there are two two schools of thought. All information is good. That's what Julian Hassan says. That, you know, everybody, everybody must know everything. But there are times, let's assume now, you are the President of the United States, all right. You just had a meeting with Manmohan Singh and you you didn't get along with him. And then you're talking to your closest aide or let's say your Vice President and you say he And you, you abuse the Prime Minister of India, Correct. let's say, Not even I abuse, amin. you just say something, a few <laughs> negative things. Yes, you say that Son doesn't understand the uh, implications of this deal and all of that. Now, if that part is published, it will it, first of all be a big upheaval. Maybe a couple of bilateral trade agreements will not be made between the two countries. And for what? It's because of a passing statement made by two human beings. Correct. So now this kind of information is, is dangerous. But the other part with WikiLeaks is they, there are videos which show how innocent human beings were shot at from a helicopter in spite yeah. of their waving a white flag now that kind of information has to come out
0: has to come out
1: yes and i was watching a an interview of julian assange with tom standage the, the economist oh, business the economist. editor yeah and he asked a couple of a couple of good questions and uh, julian assange confessed that you know his pehla plan tha, that he'll go to bloggers and the new media guys and leak information to them
0: ah. all
1: right but that didn't work so what they did was they took a dump of all this data, and they ran it through the traditional media channels. Yeah. They, said, they want the TRP, so let's just give it to them. But then what happened is, only that information which the traditional media houses wanted to highlight got highlighted. Yeah. But then even so- then, even though after it was shut down, skitna, some X-thousand mirror sites of WikiLeaks were up, and everyone was running whatever was there on WikiLeaks on their own mirror websites, or whatever that is called in, 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 in tech jargons.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, once it's out on, uh, once the Radia tapes were out, everyone had copied it onto their, you know, disk drives and all those things. It was put up on their own personal blogs and all those things. So, once it's out, it's out, man. I mean, you can't do that. You can't, you can't stop internet anymore.
1: Okay. Yes, and talking about internet, I think the, uh, another another big news was uh, Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook. Facebook? As in, it, it, not only did he get that time person of the year and all of that, but internet and information and transparency and openness next year you know 1 billion people will be on facebook can <laughs> you believe that 1 billion people on facebook information and and with, with their photos and tags and conversations and all of it correct so, that correct. was another big
0: we are probably digressing but what do you think about facebook itself the company is getting ridiculous valuations kitna 50 billion ka value 50, yeah. 50 billion ka valuation but if you look at the business part of it, the the <laughs> revenue side is scarce.
1: Dude, uh, let me tell you this. The other day I was with my cousin who is in who's ten years old, all right, and he knows about Facebook. Yeah. So we were in the car, and he tells me so Facebook is interesting, and he was uh, talking in Marathi. So he says so pe- Facebook la paise kaise miltaat? He asked me a very simple question: How does Facebook earn money? And I couldn't answer to him in one grammatically correct sentence. <laughs> I took five minutes to try and understand. <laughs> So I knew then that, look, I really don't have the answer, except a few ads that go up on Facebook on the top right section, which says sponsored links or, you know, make an ad on Facebook. That is that is one way that they make money is what they are saying. Yeah, that's all I I know. I don't know if there is any other way.
0: Not really. I mean, they have those API special API access. Uh, revenue right. and all right. this but yes but it was not all sad f- in in the politics ka arena hmm. Nitish Kumar actually won or swept Bihar polls completely
1: I think he's he's won almost all awards that wherever you read <laughs> in the newspapers politician of the year and he was also the Forbes India person of the year and
0: yeah yeah he's so been... they, they were actually Bihar mein so 243 sta- seats ka ke liye election tha out of which his party Won 206
1: seats. That's and huge. second time consecutively. He's starting the second stint now of four years, so he'll have completed eight years after this stint. So Correct. And and
0: in fact, it's a big surprise. The surprising part is that um, for for people in other parts of the country, is that the right wing pro Hindu BJP has has also done well in despite hmm. the state having one seventh of its population. Being non Hindus and they are all mostly Muslims, so gotcha. that, that basically tells us that you know, if you just probably do good and sh- and give people develop infrastructure, that is what has happened in Bihar now. Those Bhulratha, his father runs a small, you know, small uh, welding company, a small manufacturing unit, machinery operations ka thing in Gurgaume, and earlier. They used to have a lot of laborers, but recently there, have been, there has been a shortage of laborers because all of them are going back to the villages now. Bihar is there because now they can make a decent living there. Opportunities are there. And the same sort of industries are coming up in,
1: in Bihar. So why work in near Delhi? One, we have to give it to Nitish Kumar because, you know, we always talk about in our podcast also accountability, accountability in the sense that, you know, if the budget is X hundred crores, Budget ho gaya, uh event ho gaya, but then we never ask, or nobody asks where exactly did the money go. Yeah. Now Hitish Kumar has has he has a process like you know in SAP you have a process right. that goods will not move until you have make a transaction in the system. So similarly there his government has initiated a mandatory weekly meeting with all district magistrates Ooh, to, wow. to to monitor progress at the so called you know grassroots level. So a district magistrate he is the head of the revenue administration uh-huh. and he is. Uh, by default an ias officer so he's got immense power if you give him the freedom to run his show right and if you do that and if you are going to ask him questions kid dude where is that show me on a piece of paper where did you end up spending the money that i gave you then and if you are doing it every week then that, that's a great process to have I, I haven't heard about any news item saying that okay in this state in jharkhand you have you know these kinds of things where people are, where the politician himself wants to sit across that ias officer and demand क्या क्या so and
0: and actually, that is one of the things that has changed. Earlier, you know, in a way, it is good and a bad thing. Earlier, it is said that people used to be afraid of the bullet. Now, they are afraid of the pen. You know, basically <laughs> saying that earlier, there was a law and order problem. Now, they are referring to bureaucrats, <laughs> <laughs> so, which,
1: is
0: a, which is a step uh, towards progress, isn't it?
1: You bet. And you know, this Nitish Kumar is is an engineer is educated, which is, which, which also helps in a place like Bihar. He's a teetotaler, no smoke, no drink. He's the first guy. This is another bit of trivia in India that has developed an electronic version of the right to information act. So I don't know the process, but I'm assuming that you can, it cuts through the uh, standing in the lines and like you can book a ticket online. Yeah. uh, Ticket from Mumbai, Pune. So you can go and, you know, type your request through Electronic version. So, so,
0: and submit your, an electronic submission for uh, right to information.
1: Perhaps, yeah,
0: probably. Yes. Uh, well, okay. so, so it was not all bleak uh, in, for politicians. If you do good work, uh, people will certainly appreciate it. Hmm. Ha, the, or who are one of the blots again. Sports,
1: sports.
0: Sports, you sports. want to jump to sports? You don't want to talk about the sad Kashmir issues?
1: Oh yeah, Kashmir issues. We can go on. uh, Yeah. Okay.
0: So almost yeah. I mean there is nothing, nothing new to talk except for um, hundred more people were killed in this year. Arundhati Roy and Gilani, they weren't behind. They they put uh, you know more fuel to the fire.
1: I think they were charged with sedition. Is what we spoke about a couple of podcasts back. Yes,
0: they were actually charged with that. Then uh, in the court a CD containing. Her remarks, it was shown to Magistrate Amit Shekhar and uh, the court is now adjourned till 20th January. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tariq, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you an interesting, uh, We'll di- uh, let me digress just a bit before we come back to Kashmir. Yeah, ye court adjournment ka jo funda, we have been to Manali, a few of us, and there, there was this foreigner, an American guy. Was caught in a place called Manala. Manala is a place which is about 100 kilometers from Manali. Where it's a place, you know, it's like a haven for uh, soft drugs like hashish and. Manali oh, so cream. that also. is why you were all indoors, huh? Not at all, man. I will <laughs> never go on record because that's not true. <laughs> also, right. So now he was telling me something. He was telling us something. He has been. He was caught with some 20-25 grams of uh, hashish. All right, okay. with him. So his passport was confiscated, and now he's been told not to move outside the Kulu district. Or oh. indefinitely and the only way that he can get himself out is by getting a court hearing and he says uh, the judge is on vacation and uh, he'll come back only after three months uh, i don't know whether i should plead guilty or not but the bigger problem is there are many people who are here since the past 10 years <laughs> because of the uh, because nobody wants to give them dates or also because they don't want to they don't want to contact the embassy you you will have shamed yourself right in front of yeah, your country and- that you were caught with drugs so, he thought, okay, let me go through the Indian jurisdiction and let me see whatever time there is. If it's six months or I have to, 10,000 rupees is a fine that you have to pay. He has already paid 50,000 rupees and yet the court dates he's not able to get. So, And I mean, I, that, I,
0: I, I'm i pretty sure he's not complaining because he gets to stay back.
1: <laughs> no, but he, he was quoting from a law because he's read, he's read up that law because he... Wanted to know how screwed up was his life after that. So he said, "I was only carrying 25 grams, so it's six months or 10,000 rupees, and I'm willing to pay, but nobody's willing to take it. I've already paid 50 <laughs> k rupees. To the lawyer. So he was very really amazed, saying that I'm I'm glad I'm still in Kulu, which is a very cool place. Yeah, but my money's coming out. I can't really stay here for long. So I think code adjournment is another uh, issue that has been there since ages, and 2010, it hasn't really changed.
0: But no. what will happen if he just gets up and leaves? What, what's what's he the worst is, that can oh,
1: happen? He has to go and dene ka hai, right? okay.
0: If he, he goes so, out of the country, once he reaches Australia, what is Kulu Police Thana going to do?
1: He can't reach because the passport is with the Kulu Police, right? Oh, the passport is confiscated. And there are about 300 people, he says, he assures me. There are <laughs> 300 people there around. Let's
0: come up with a business model or a business plan around these 300 people, right?
1: <laughs> it's a big story. If some media guy is listening to it, some Times of India, Hindustan time, go to Manali anytime. And pick up any random foreigner who looks like a junkie and he'll have this to tell you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, So so that happened. What's going to happen in 2011 is an important is the important question. The government is trying to do something. An 11 member delegation, you know, was sent across to Kashmir. And uh, they spoke with the Huryat conference as well as uh, JKLF, which is Jammu Kashmir Liberation Front. And they also, in fact, spoke with the People's Democratic Party there PDP, you know, everyone is everyone has their demands and there is no real action plan that has been drawn. The sad part is uh, everyone says that they want a a peaceful negotiation route, but every year 100 people are killed.
1: Exactly. So and but there's another question, you know, we always want uh, there are polls which want to ask uh, the the people there which side of uh, Where do you want to go? Some say, I want to go to India, some say, I want to go to Pakistan, and some want a separate state. But in today's world, do you actually think anyone would really want to go to Pakistan? (laughs) Exactly, I was just going to ask. Yeah, I mean, who would want to stay in Pakistan in today's climate, and both in terms of natural calamities and the Taliban and the weak government? And it is not that in India, you do not get opportunities.
0: I see what you mean. Uh, absolutely, uh, and which which goes comes down to you know what what is the real motivation then? Do people know exactly. the situation that in Pakistan? So why are they actually doing this? Even Pakistanis don't want to be, be in Pakistan. You know, we have this apna khan, who a leg spinner just migrated to South Africa. He became a South African citizen because the Pakistani cricketing, uh, the PCB, Pakistan Cricket Board, is in shambles. Right. And they get death threats for,
1: <laughs> if they perform well. Yeah, so, <laughs> who, was the, who was the wicketkeeper who went to London? He, a, he, flew, <laughs> he's flew, he fled to London, right? The 24-year-old
0: guy. Yeah, he was also you know one of those guys who had come up through the under-19s and all those things. Yeah. And even this guy was had won a World Cup for Pakistan, the Juniors right. World yeah. Cup. Yeah. Now he's part of uh, the South African team. The biggest non-event of uh, the year was probably the Ayodhya verdict in September.
1: Yeah, the Ayodhya verdict. Thankfully, it was an uneventful, ex- uneventful verdict. Yes. Very. I think India acted very maturely in that. And everyone, See, Muslims, Hindus... Why, why do
0: you think so? Why do you think,
1: you know, on one hand, you had this
0: very sensitive issue. I mean, you know, you are finally talking about a uh, masjid being demolished. Or there were no reactions. And something in Kashmir... Which is about becoming part of a different country becomes so such a violent uh,
1: thing. The level of politics involved in Kashmir is the whole of you know India, Pakistan, international politics. Right. See the Supreme Court of India, jurisdiction mein tha, what to allot to whom. Babri Masjid is still part of India, under uh, in, within the borders of India, whereas Kashmir. You know the other day the Economist, the, the magazine was stopped from entering the country because they did not... The Economist portrayed that some part of Kashmir, which India claims to be part of the map, they did not... They just chopped it off. So, yahan pe that the Supreme Court cannot really do anything about it. Yeah. Because it's not part of the
0: country, so... It's an international issue. I mean, I uh, you know, I think that argument is a lot more palatable. It's an international issue. So, that was uh, the biggest non-event, as I said earlier... But uh, 2010, the best
1: sporting year probably, Abhishek? Biggest, I think, by far, when it comes to not only cricket, but athletics. I think the biggest one, too, for me was the 4 into 400 meter race that was won by the Indian oh, yeah. quadrate of four women in, in the Commonwealth Games. That was amazing.
0: That actually was amazing. And uh, the way India came from behind and actually won that in the third lap was great. Krishna Punya the discus throw, gold winner, awesome. Tejaswini Sawan, shooting gold medal, awesome. Gagan Narang, three golds. Sushil Kumar, Somdev. You know, Somdev actually came up, not only in Commonwealth, like in Asian Games maybe. Saina Nehwal, this was the first time actually India came in second at Commonwealth
1: Games. And she's only 20. And and Saina Nehwal touched the second rank and she's only 20 in in World Badminton correct so that is that is great that is used sachin... and of course we have sachin <laughs> tendulkar yes how we could
0: how could we forget that he is 50th century so there was this interesting uh, tweet that went around saying that sachin is way ahead of everyone we are still in our 20th 21st century while he has completed 50th century
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> the uh, only guy who can come close to that is jack calish you know how many centuries calish has
0: 34 odd
1: 40 centuries Jack Callison test match cricket. Oh, really? it's it will be a tough, tough thing to do because he's also as old as Sachin almost there. Yeah. Otherwise,
0: we are going to have to do something about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sachin Tendulkar has done some interesting interviews. In one of the interviews, he was saying that, you know, India was playing South Africa back in 96. He comes up to the non-striker and says, whoever that, Ganguly or whoever would have been, he says, you know what, I'm unable to tackle Hansi Kronye's bullying. So, you take care of Hansi Cronier, I'll take care of Donald. So, huh. he, Sachin, gets out to people like Hansi, would get out That's to Kroni. people like Wayne <laughs> Yeah. And Hansi Kroni, And, you know, Mervyn Dillon, bowler. Yeah, yeah. And another bowler from South Africa. So,
0: yeah.
1: Why is Sachin considered still one of the best? Is Tell me, which is the best team that has ruled for the past 12 to 15 years in test match and one day cricket? Only one team comes to mind obviously. Australia,
0: yeah.
1: Australia. This guy has an average of 60.59 against Australia in Test Match Cricket, has scored 11 centuries, and his overseas average is again more than 50. So, 56th average. So, that's why he's considered to be, you know, one of the best.
0: He scored a double century in this year.
1: Who? Oh, in, in 2010, right?
0: Against South Africa. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so all those things happened like in 2011. What happened? World Cup is coming up, IPL4. AFC Cup, uh, India is participating in it, the Asian Federation Cup, after 27 this years. Yeah, this is football. This is just a trivia, Abhishek, which was spoken about in the Bench Football Edition Apna podcast. Uh, India was actually the finalist in f- in the Asian Football Cup in 1964.
1: Aha, football and finalists and in India, in one sentence, very hard to believe, right?
0: And, uh, yeah, and now we are the last seeded team to enter the tournament. A pa- go, go listen to the podcast.
1: Uh, on- football, man? You've played football, right, all your life. Yes. Tell me one thing. For a sport which all it needs for you is a, a plain ground and a football which is the cheapest possible game, unlike cricket where you need the gear and nets and booking the ground and pay 20,000 rupees and join a club. Why can't we produce good footballers? What is the problem? Is it the. What is it? Because,
0: it, it, because it hasn't been commercialized. Simple. Why did, why did Dhoni come to cricket instead of football?
1: You are saying because of the money? Who's the biggest star?
0: Who's the biggest star in football? Bhaichung Bhutia, Sunil Chetri, probably right now in India. And who is and, and compare their status, their standard of living, their recognition in society, their whatever to top cricketer. It's human psychology. I mean, where am I going to get the most benefit in whatever form? I'm going to focus all my energies out there. right? Plus, infrastructure is obviously uh, an important part you know we don't have as many trained faci- training facilities as compared to you know the the thousands of nets that are put out in dada shivaji park the, how many curated grounds do we have you know what there was this wonderful uh, example that was given in our uh, by, by arnav Chaudhary, who is our sports editor if you will uh, who who's part of our sports podcast he said that most of the Indian clubs, Indian professional clubs, you know, East Bengal and all those all those clubs might lose their license uh, to AFC, to the Asian Football Federation, because they don't have their own ground. So even our even our top clubs are sharing grounds. In such a case, it's difficult to expect that uh, you you bring or you breed footballers that are of world class caliber. Because the facilities are not world class. Let's see. That is what I, I think. in 2011. Yes, <laughs> that no. This is going to happen. At least it's going to take ten years for
1: for. Who, who, who will win the World Cup, the Cricket World Cup this time? In uh, cricket World Cup. And again, let, let's let's bet for the teams now, and we'll again talk after whenever after the <laughs> finals.
0: I would want India to win, not because not for India, but for Sachin. It's his last chance. <laughs> It's his last chance. So I hope, uh, he does well. Yes. How money
1: is on England this time? England.
0: England, they are on high after winning the Ashes. Yes. Yeah. So let's see what happens there. I think we have been talking about sports a lot, uh, and people might uh, get bored. Uh, movies that came out in 2010, Three Idiots, Social Network, The Bang. Surprise okay. hit. It, <laughs> it was the year of also Munnis and Sheila's becoming popular. Yeah. As you said, Indica has turned five, five years since we have been doing this. First episode, I was alone babbling. Uh, Second episode, you joined me.
1: Yes.
0: And another thing, 2011 in India is going to be celebrated as the centenary year for civil aviation. It was on February 18th, 1911 that the first commercial plane flew between Allahabad to Naini. And what what more are you expecting in 2011? The 3G thing, 3G rollout, please, come on, can we have some good network, internet connection going on, you know?
1: Yeah, and, and hopefully when we are on a flyover in Mumbai, the connection doesn't drop when you're talking to someone over the phone in a in a <laughs> yes. bus or an auto. <laughs> uh... it's, like, you know, it's like, you know, I'm getting into an elevator. It's like, so the network might break. Hey, you know what? I'm going at 60 kilometers an hour and I'm just going to touch a flyover. Hang on. We <laughs> might just have to, to talk again after a few seconds. I know. So that, 2011.
0: Crazy. And in fact, Sam Pitoda, uh, who is known as father of Indian Telecom, he has yeah. come out and said that, not said, there is an initiative that is on uh, to connect 250,000 village panchayats by, mm-hmm. used by by with broadband by mid 2012, hai, most of the work has to happen now in
1: 2011, right? So Sam if sir, he, he says something I would like to believe him. He's the guy who ensured that there was a PCO in what, within 100 meters of wherever you're standing in India. Guy, that, he, do, you, do you even recall uh, while you're a kid walking to a phone booth or, or some such thing when there were no mobile phones and no landlines?
0: I, I, I do because uh, when I first started traveling to uh, Mumbai, from Navi Mumbai, I used to carry a pager and I had uh-huh. strict instructions that if we page you from my from uh-huh. my parents, you have to stop whatever you are doing. That also meant that I had to get off train and walk to Ooh. the PCO and make a phone call. <laughs> so yes, I've done that. Yeah and that is I where the
1: pager, uh, pager <laughs> time the yeah. pager era and i didn't have a pager i
0: think i think the pager was in a way very cool you know uh, it, it, it was magical then
1: yes and I, I also remember pager ads on billboards and hoardings <laughs> i think i don't recall the brand names now but there were a few motorola. ads oh, motorola was motorola one, yeah. yes but All now
0: done. we have a 4 billion dollar project to completely connect all the village panchayats in india so let's keep our fingers crossed and um, hope that that happens and having said that uh, that all network connectivity will be useless with food inflation at 18.32 percent
1: oh you bet man i think the last episode we spoke about onion prices in busy nation
0: yeah touching
1: 75 to 100 rupees and pakistan now says that we will not <laughs> we will exp- we will not export to india through road. Through
0: the land. They, they, they say through uh, by land means we will not export to you. So, does that uh, mean that they are looking for a boost in the aviation industry? Uh,
1: no, by sea. They are still open by sea, open but there. it's far more expensive for India.
0: No, no, no. We, no. we are not taking anything that is coming by sea this time huh, to Bombay. Yeah, at not at
1: all. Completely. Yes. Nothing from Pakistan <laughs> by sea. No. Nothing, yeah. Stop that. We are not going to fall for that again.
0: Please come up with a yeah. newer idea now. Uh, I
1: hope. They don't.
0: Yes, I hope they don't. I hope they don't. And uh, so that was that was our first episode for 2010. I hope and I are uh, Still in the box, aren't you? <laughs> Sorry, 2011. Uh, you know what to do. Log on to www. and um, start commenting. Please start commenting because that is only reason why we do this. Because obviously you guys aren't paying for all these things, <laughs> and probably rightly so. At least comment on whatever we say hate us like us you can drop us an email at to Indicast at the com. you can follow me on twitter i'm at ac mahatre abhishek he has a new year resolution um, follow and him. i'll be
1: on twitter a bit more often than before so it's at abhishek kumar with a single k and also go go log on to facebook and like us on Indicast podcast network and you can suggest us topics that you think we should be covering and just just comment on whatever shows that we are releasing
0: yeah so that's about it for um, the first episode of
1: 2011 bye bye yeah, before you before you log off uh-huh, what was uh-huh. that book that was uh, uh, the world will end in 2012 right is yeah, what yeah, yeah. is
0: what 2012 so freak out in this year okay
1: yeah but no but you know that right the, the world cannot end in 2012 hmm. big joke
0: why because, because you have fixed deposits that you have made that Gopi. No,
1: two thousand. has bought a DVD which has got a three-year warranty, and he had bought it only in 2010. Ah, uh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> so it yes, it
0: yes, yes, yes. yes. I edit
1: it's... that part. Of it, I promise you. <laughs> no, no, no. This was
0: the this uh, 2010 was also the year of Rajnikant jokes. So.
1: Yeah.
0: I... Which was the best one that you heard? Let's let's That's... let's end the episode on that one.
1: I heard this one. Uh, Rajni is starring in a film called Twitter. He plays 140 characters. <laughs>
0: The best one for me was uh, Rajnikanth went to Harvard. Harvard got an MBA.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Harvard got his MBA from Rajnikanth. Similarly, Rajnikanth's email ID is gmail at (laughs) rajnikanth.com. Oh, well, guys, that's about it. On that happy note,
0: we wish you the best of luck for 2011 and may you download all the episodes. Bye-bye.